You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. See. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan, Mama the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Womb Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. Do your kids fear you or do they respect you? That is the question. Um, a lot of parents now may think, oh, my son is not scared of me. Oh, that's going to be a bad thing. Or they're going to be rude or they're going to, you know, talk back or whatever. Not necessarily so. And some other people may think like, oh, my kid respects me because they know not to talk back or they're going to get this. So I'm going to do this. But if you got to do things after they state their thoughts to you in a certain way, do they respect you or do they fear you? And that's like a thin line that I think everybody needs to get an understanding with because if you walk around your house and the way that you treat your kids is through fear, then they're going to put fear in other people thinking that's the way to gain respect and that is no way to gain respect by making someone fear you or fear something that you may do to them Uh, you don't want that to happen with girls you don't want that to happen with boys so you just have to be mindful of what you're pushing as far as your characteristics onto your kids growing up for me my father's parenting was based on fear like if you 
didn't fear him and you would stand up to him, he would take that as disrespect or you don't respect them or, um, oh, I got to do something to you because you need to be scared to not even step up to me. And there's a way to disrespect and be like, "Mm, I don't fear you, but I just feel like I need you to understand X, Y, and Z. There's a way to do it. And for him, when he walked into the house, when I was little, I remember that was when all the fun must stop. All right, put this away, put that away, turn off the TV, go in the kitchen, sit at the table, don't say nothing. If he walks in the kitchen, you better make sure you say good evening first. Even though you're the one walking in the house. So, with my mom, it was like the polar opposite. My mom was not a disciplinarian at all, by no means, which made her look very weak to me, which made her look like one of the kids. So, after I was eight, my mom moved to Maryland and we were living, me and my youngest brother were living with just her, and my dad wasn't around. He was still in Philly, and imagine being in a house or apartment with one parent and older siblings and no disciplinarian. That was my house. So me and my brothers, we fought for anything that we wanted. We yelled, we ran, we threw stuff, we wrestled. We did all these things, and all my mom would be like, stop, you're making too much noise, stop. That's it. No hitting, no grounding, no go to your room, none of that. So I had to figure out how to be a kid, be her only daughter, discipline myself, give my own um, boundaries, and uh, protect myself. Because whenever it came to uh, any frustrations or things being quote-unquote bad, my mom's uh, defense mechanism is to shut down, to ignore, to act like she doesn't see it, to act like she doesn't hear it, to act like it's not happening. So, with that being said, what made my mom like that was the fact that she had a mom. My mom was one of 13 kids in Jamaica, and when anybody would get in trouble for something, they all got in trouble. They all had to line up and and get the belt, get a switch, get whatever my grandma could get her hands on. And that's how they were disciplined. So once my mom seen that to a point where people were bleeding, throwing a whipping to the point where uh, people need stitches, that's how my grandma was. And my grandfather, she said he wasn't that bad, but he would like whoop them with the belt my mom grew up to the point where she became a woman she had kids and she just didn't discipline anybody and i don't i don't think not disciplining kids is the right way and i don't think harming kids in the form of fear um to the point where they're bleeding is the right way either so we just have to find the medium the balance in what it is for your kids to respect you as a parent, period. You shouldn't have to put fear in your kid for them to respect you. If you have to put your fear in anybody for them to quote-unquote respect you, then they really don't respect you, they're just scared of you. 
that's all it is. So for parents who um, try to parent through fear, you end up with kids who lash out on the first sight of freedom. So um, when I was a teenager, I had a friend whose mom was a preacher. And anytime her mom wasn't around or her grandmother wasn't around, she was out doing something she had no business doing. She was down the street somewhere she had no business being down the street. She was at somebody's house getting a tattoo when she was underage and shouldn't be getting a tattoo. She was doing whatever she wanted at any time she got a chance to. And you don't ever want it to be to the point where, oh, I told my child I used to do this as a little girl. I'm this, you know, out in the open. They know not to do this. I tell them not to do this, and they better not do this. And as soon as you're not around, they do that. There has to be a better way. You can't uh, raise a child or parent a child based on fear because they're going to lash out. Some kids are angry when their parents raise them through fear or parent them through fear. They could be socially awkward where they don't socialize with other kids their age well. Um, They're not honest. So they'll only tell you half of the truth or they'll tell you a lie for the sake of you not being mad. But you know that something's not adding up and they know that "Mm, I'll get away with it as long as I say it the right way. That's just going to make them grow up into adults that lie for the sake of getting ahead or getting by. And that's not going to get them very far. And you want kids that are obedient when you're not around and are obedient when you are around. And you don't ever want your child to feel comfortable to disrespect you in public. You don't ever want your child to feel comfortable or feel bold enough to talk to you any type of way. And mind how you talk to your kids because your kids may talk to you away when they're frustrated or they're angry because you talk to them in a certain way when you're frustrated and you're angry. And I understand that, oh, you're the parent and you pay the bills and this is your house and this is your car. Cool. But for a child, they're not adding all them things up for the sake of you being a parent. So you just have to be that example. And it is hard to try to be the example for your kid on what your kid should be as an adult. When you're mad and you're frustrated and they're doing something they have no business doing. But that's the part of, that's the work of parenting. That's like, that's a part of it is to hold back when you could say more. Or to not say when you want to say. That's a part of being a parent. And parents who speak to their child, give examples of why their child shouldn't do something and are open with them about what's really going on outside of the house, what's going on on the news, what's going on at school, what's going on at work. I feel like those parents will get that love and that that respect. And those kids will have those standards of what they don't want to get into and what they do want to get into. And also the standards of how they pick their friends and their associates and who they hang with. Um, And I think... The kids who are really chill and relaxed and aren't looking for opportunities to go against the grain or looking for opportunities to um, have alcoholic drinks at like 12 or 13 or looking to grab your keys to go joyriding even though they know they're not supposed to. I feel like those are the kids that are 
you know, raised based upon you putting fear into them, and that's not going to work. That's definitely not going to work in 2019 because kids today have a lot more access than I did when I was younger. Um, And, you know, the way that parents usually work is their day is full of a eight-hour shift, either from 6 a.m. to 4 or from 7 to 5 or from 8 to 6 p.m. And that's a lot of time for your child, one, to go to school, two, to do something after school, three, to get home and leave and do something and still come back home and you have no idea what happened today. So I want personally that trust factor Um, my expectations to be met and exceeded as far as what I want my kids to do. I want my kids to be forthcoming. I want them to not be stressed or not be filled with fear because they're afraid of what I might say or what I might do. And I just want an open environment. I want an open environment of them coming to me and asking me certain things or telling me certain things or even having friends that are in trouble and they come to me and their friend um, can tell me what's going on because they're too scared to talk to their parents. I want to be that type of mom. And parents have to understand through that fear will come secrets that that child doesn't want to share because they fear you so bad that they just don't want to fathom what your outcome would be with them saying things or doing things. So they make sure that if they do something, you never find out. And most of the time, if a child finds ways to do something that they don't ever want you to find out, it's usually something they have no business doing. So just be mindful of the fear that you're putting in your child for respect and just worry about how can I show up in my child's life uh, to the point where they will respect me for it and I don't have to put fear in them. I think that should be the goal. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.